saying Olaf from now on. Olaf? No. No? Well, I saw the Elsa Frozen pop Funko oh, pop Oh, it was a Valentine's there. Day gift from Cody. It's really cute. Isn't it? It's got the little... Did you see Frozen 2? Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Okay, just making sure. It's got the little salamander guy. Does it really? Yes, it's in her oh, hand. I'll show cute. you later. Well, that came, it came out on DVD finally. Oh, I need to so see I'm going to watch it tonight. Um, Speaking of beautiful blonde women. Yes, I'm right here. We have a special guest in the studio. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. Please welcome Charlie Boehm. Boehm. Hello. How are you? Good. Good. Tired. How's your Usual. Saturday? Gay and hateful. Quoting Vidalia there. Good. <laughs> How are you guys? Good. We're good. It's been a stressful morning. We're, um, we're recording in the daylight, which is strange. I feel like vampire people. As everyone has seen, we have the new lighting, and we're not even using it because we can't. Most There's days, no point. I'm not up to like four in the afternoon, not going to lie. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I get like tour schedule, and then I get home, and then it's like I don't go to bed till like four in the morning because I'm like on like a different time zone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which time zone are you in right now? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I was I was like. New York, LA in the same week, so it's like oh, God. two oh, hours Lord. ahead, two hours behind. So that's wild. Yeah. Um, well, welcome. We're glad you're here. Yes. So same. do you wanna tell us about yourself and yeah. then uh sure. I'm thirty, flirty, and thriving. <laughs> no, that's not true. I'm only <laughs> but uh uh my name's Charlie. I live in Nashville, I'm a makeup artist. Uh I used to do drag, I still kinda do, but it's on the back burner. I mean, mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. I just, yeah. I'm a touring makeup artist for a living. So awesome. And who do you tour with? Tanya Tucker. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she's I awesome. I love her a whole bunch. Charlie was nice enough to bring us little bottles of Tanya's tequila. Yes. It's delicious. What's it? Cosa Salvaje? Yes. It's called Wild Thing. I love oh. it. And Tanya says she, uh, She's not a wild thing anymore. She just drinks it. <laughs> okay, I love it. Yeah. I highly doubt that she's like no, calmed she's, down at all. She's still wild. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I really like this little bottle. It's cute. It does look like a perfume. Yeah. And I think that's fun because the- John Mulaney has a joke of like, is it alcohol or is it perfume? It's Doesn't perfume. <laughs> yeah. She it's an- delicious though. She has it's another like- one and she's like rearing up on a horse. In the background, so, you know, it's her on the back. Like, is that her from her album cover? Yes, the one with the horse. Well, I guess they're both with the horse, but the one where she's rearing up. Mm-hmm. And this horse is actually the same horse they used in Jumanji. Oh, what horse in Jumanji? The second one. I don't know. Oh. He's, he's on the cover, but oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's really awesome. Yeah, Were you there for this photo shoot? Because her her best friend, his husband, her her husband is a um stuntman and so that's his oh. horse and he does like he's done like water world and like all these like weird wow movies but what a random movie to yeah. be like acclaimed for i guess he almost died for that movie too like <laughs> everyone almost he, like, died in water he like world. drowned and got like hypothermia and like all this weird shit but wow wow that's crazy i think Dying it was like altitude cause. sickness but in the water i don't know it was really weird some weird story about it but it's very strange i think, you, into it, I think you can google it <laughs> yeah. i will be doing that later uh Hey, what's your name? I'm Tracy. <laughs> and I'm Mike. 
<laughs> we don't ever. We like to let the guest fully come out. I talk, talk a lot about then, nonsense. No, no, you're totally fine because this coffee. We don't ever remember to say hi. Um, well, cool. Let's let's get into our little interview. Okay, cool. Um, so you said you're a makeup artist. How did you get into makeup, and then further into being a makeup artist? Uh, I wanted to do music, and then I like realized like super early on that I was like. I don't like people judging me or mm. my feelings or like just like sitting there in a room with like being like, la, la, la. Like, right. You know, I was like, ooh, this is just not what I want to do with my life. And so I like found makeup and like. Were those the only words? La, la, la. Because that could yes. have been the problem. I was going to say, I was going to say, nobody ever wants to be at a party where a guy pulls out a guitar and is like, <laughs> yeah. all right. I'm going to play for you. I don't think anyone ever wants to be at a party where someone pulls out a guitar. No, never. That's always kind of the like mood killer. It's like, oh, great. Great. Now we get to listen to you sing Keep on the Sunny Side for four hours. Yeah. Jesus. But uh, yeah, I just, that's basically it. I just was like, I was on, I got signed to a label when I was 19 called River Jones Music Label. I think there's still a thing, but not a good thing. But anyways, it was for like six months and they basically were like, you suck. And that's when I was like. Yeah, this is not what I want to do. And so, what kind of music were you doing? Like acoustic folk, like Bright Eyes, like very like four chord acoustic songs talking about stuff that I had no clue, but I pretended like I knew what I was talking about, you know. (laughs) Um, And if you if you Google my name, you can actually. There's like tons of music that pops up. That's like really Really? embarrassing. Yeah, which I've never told anyone about, and so now like the entire public is going to know about, which yeah. is super embarrassing, but Choices. You know, my friend Shane and I, we just, we just recorded a bunch of music and like would post it online. And then this like AM radio station in Las Vegas, like reached out to us one point and was like, can we play your music? And we were like, we thought it, we were like, we're making it. This is it. But it was terrible and <laughs> it's online and I can't get rid of it. No, oh. everything on you put online is no, it's, yeah. there it's never going away. But nope. uh, yeah, so that led to, Makeup, I guess, because my friend, he needed, like, a, a hair model, and they were, like, doing, like, con ed classes. Yeah. And they needed, like, a makeup artist and had, like, a little bit of a theater background, and so they just, like, slapped a mic on me and stuck me on stage and made me do this makeup and had no clue what I was doing. And there was, like, 150, like, old white women there, like, trying to learn how to do, like, <laughs> highlights and blowouts. And oh, no. Like, two weeks later, they were, like... Like this girl ran into me and she was like, didn't you like teach that makeup class with like all these people? And I was like, yeah, that was me. And she was like, you suck. Ooh, she was like, that was so bad. It wasted so much people's time. So many, so many people's time. Or wow, like, you, know, you really involved just was like yourself a, with very brazen She was people. just like a mega bitch about it and was like, you sucked. And I was like, oh <laughs> uh, yeah. But I just like fell in love with it. And you know, in Iowa, there was like nobody doing makeup, so... Yeah. I kind of was like the go-to guy for like the weddings and all that shit, but That's awesome. I also didn't have anyone to practice on and so that's kind of like what led to the whole drag thing cuz I was like I'm going to do my own makeup cuz I mean, know. I feel like that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Really. And I posted a couple of photos online and people were like, "You look like a woman." And I was <laughs> like, "I look like a woman." And so <laughs> Yes, I do. There was this like low-key like underground gay bar called Steve's Place. I'm not, I just won't name names because I think she uses powder now. You can. We'll delete it. But, <laughs> oh my God. So I did this gig. It was a different bar because at this point I had like really made a name for myself. And in the Midwest, drag is like a huge thing. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys know who Dina Cass is, but like. I do. That whole era of drag is like all stems from where I'm from. 
And so, like, the Casses, the Bell, Sasha Bell, I don't know if you guys know yeah. who it is. Um, like, they're all from my area. Sasha and so, like, but the thing about that drag is, like, it's super um, pageanty. Is it, now, is it, like, deep Texas South pageanty, or is it, like... Yes, but it's, like, but it's, like, the Midwest. Like, if you're from the Midwest, you understand, like, we kind of talked about it earlier. Like, mm-hmm. the Midwest is just, like, a weird place to be, and the drag is just so awful there. But it's also, <laughs> like... So big and like competitive and like I don't know. It's like, a lot. It's a lot more off the wall than Southern drag. Is yeah. What I would. It's very. I'm gonna be off the it's wall. It's very when like we go to Chicago. Uh, what's that that movie called with the housewives and they're like robots? The Stepford Wives. Yeah, I th- I feel like the drag is very that, but but you're like a clown, you know. I don't know. It's just like <laughs> it's just it's crazy, and so. Um, anyway, so I was doing this show, I'd gotten this booking in like Fairfield, they had this like what? coffee shop that, that did strange. drag shows and this drag queen hired me and we like got ready together at her place and she had this like theater background and we're like, you know, get putting all our makeup on and she's using like heavy Krylon grease paint and Ooh. I'm just like beating my face with all this powder and she's like putting these tapes on and like, she's like, I'm done. And I'm like, I like look over and she's like greasy and shiny and like has not set her makeup at all. And I'm like, you going to set your face girl? And she's <laughs> like, no, I never set my face. And I'm like, Mm. Like, and, okay, wait. So anyone that doesn't do drag, can you guys explain what that means? So setting your face is like, you put powder on the makeup to kind of dry it. Right. So it will stay Stay in Soft. place because it's just like and, wet yeah. and like, it's and the grease. whole show, like she was part of like a burlesque troupe and like the whole show, she was like the only drag queen in the burlesque troupe, but like her hair just kept like sticking <laughs> and sliding and dragging. And like at one point I'm like halfway through the show, like touching up and like setting spray and she's like, you think I need some setting spray? I'm like, bitch, you need some powder. No more water. <laughs> like, no more water. Do you know like yeah. when you see a drag queen and she's like wearing a white outfit and there's like makeup on it, like quadruple it. If you don't put a satin, it's powder kind on of it. like when you like lift up an armpit and there's yeah. like peeled up uh, deodorant. <laughs> yeah, like that's what your face turns into, kind of like yeah, it's because just, you're sweating and you're like it's, it's just, not it's not sitting. It's literally it's above just, like, your skin, moving just around, sliding down. Like, like, like you can put an eyeliner on, and if you don't set it, <laughs> the eyeliner will be down here. Yeah, <laughs> like it moves. It's yeah. weird. Um, but yeah, it was really weird, but. It's my favorite. I love that story. But I think, I hope she uses powder now. <laughs> I haven't really talked about it ever. <laughs> I also didn't correct her because, you know, I don't want to be mean. And I was like, I don't know how to tell this bitch, but she needs to put powder on her face. <laughs> well, if she doesn't know, now she knows. Now she knows. The more you know. If you don't know, now you know. But yeah. And okay, so, so you're doing drag. Yep. <laughs> um, I kind of just like maxed out in Iowa. Like got to a point where I was like respected and like, Really made a name for myself, and then I just like was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. I'm 22, and like mm-hmm. I don't want to be in Iowa for the rest of my life. And so my sister was like, You need to come to Nashville. Like it's really big, and there's an opportunity for makeup artists here and drag. And I think yeah, she, she didn't she, wear. She just bent over, oh. and it showed her like she like flashed them the, her hole. And- And Ivy St. James, I actually, I think I saw her perform her first night on Glam Squad, and it was my first night at play. And um, oh wow! And that, wow. but that was my like first initial like opening into the that drag scene was... here, and that's when I was like, I know absolutely fucking nothing. I think that was like right after I got fired. 
Yeah. That whole, yeah, it was like 2015, I think. Yep. It was right Spring after the fire. 2015. <laughs> yeah. I like missed all of that. Yeah. Which I mean, sound, it was literally just incredible. one night. It was one night and they had to get rid of somebody and it wasn't going to be their special guest. It wasn't even your fault. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. That's so funny. Do you but, know the story? We can tell you later. I do. Well, okay. like, I don't want to put it on I think, here. No. <laughs> Vidalia is the one that told me about all that. Oh, she's yeah. so good at telling stories because she's so like, bitch, so then this happened and then this happened. And I'm <laughs> she's all, like, it's like, you want popcorn the whole time? She's like the girl in the back of the classroom that like knows everything and is going to tell everyone everything. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm the girl that knows everything and I forget because I feel like, like she, she still pay attention. <laughs> I feel like she doesn't tell everybody, but she waits for someone to ask her. Oh, she's like, she's like, wait, she's like dropping hints the whole time of like, hey, um, so did how you, did you um, want to, <laughs> were you there last Saturday? Like, <laughs> she's so funny. Yeah. Um, well, awesome. So wait, we haven't gotten, to, so oh, yeah, yeah. you moved to Nashville. I get sidetracked. Moved no, Nashville. you're fine. Moved yeah. to Nashville. So then uh, I basically like. Oh, your p- drag name was. I almost said porn name. Your drag name was Portia Clinique. Yes. Yeah. Which originally was. Abortia Clinique. Oh. But in Iowa, people were like, you're fucked up. And my friend was like, I've had an abortion. That's not funny. And I was like, bitch, it's very funny. <laughs> it is funny. But, That's It's a play on words. Yeah. It's hilarious. And I like, I don't know. I thought like. I was going to be like rock and roll and like, I kind of like Sharon Needles is like that whole era of drag is like when I started and I was like, oh fuck, like you can be rock and roll and like mm-hmm. still have like these like masculine traits of, cause I think a lot of my like growing up gay in the Midwest, like I just was like, I need to like not be gay, but I'm gay type of thing. <laughs> Even though I never came out cause I was yeah. like super gay, but there was just this like aspect of like wanting to like have some like masculinity still. Mm-hmm. And so I think at that point I was like, Oh, you can be rock and roll and like do drag. And like, so like my first few shows I like came out like covered in blood and stuff and people were yes. like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm just <laughs> like, I'm just having fun. And- I will say like, even in Nashville the, when Sharon needles was like, when she was crowned, everyone immediately started doing like spooky drag and blood yeah. and guts and everything. It was like everyone. And I realized I was just like, that's not what I want. And like, I'm totally okay with like having this like feminine side of me that just like wants to be fucking pretty and like gorgeous and like, yeah, giant. And yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just like really embraced it after a while. And I was like, fuck it. Like, I don't want to fucking walk around with blood on me for 10 hours a night. Like that sucks. That's fair. Just like one. It's like everyone needs to do blood once. You got to do yeah. once. And then Save once you realize how fucking awful it is, yeah. you'll never do it again. Yep. That's the best part. Yeah. Now, but, uh, and it doesn't taste good. So yeah. If you don't go put like it in your mouth. far back enough in my like Porsche Facebook, you can see like, I made this like headline with abortion and I'm like on a bed doing like a handstand, like covered in blood and just like very oh like gosh. 19 and like trying to find myself. And it's really embarrassing, but I'm like, that's, I'm not going to take it off. That's fun because Mike has that same photo. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I think it's, it's just like from a last weekend and like though. the like foam is like coming out. It's, it's a mess, but oh, I love that. I love like, I love baby drag pictures. Yeah. Like everyone in their baby drag when they're first learning yeah. and they think they are hot. Shit. Yeah. Hot shit. Totally. Um, I did not prepare today. I'm okay. very sorry. <laughs> okay, you so. You had highlights to do. That's okay. I had hair to do, and it was. But yeah, well. I moved to Nashville, and then I realized the drag was way better, and just not. Um, I feel like Nashville doesn't get a lot of recognition it for its drag scene. It doesn't at all, and it's, 
it's I, it's just some of the best. And I think there's a lot of queens who are like, who don't come out. Like, I don't know. It's just like the heyday. Like all the originals are from here. Like yeah. Calpurnia and Porkchop and. Oh, Porkchop. I love Porkchop. I mean, it was just, you know, the Connections era, which mm-hmm. I sadly wasn't here for, but. I was here it's for the Eureka tail era. end of it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Nashville is like. I'm kidding. It's like an original spot for like. Yeah. I caught the tail end of Connections so. because I got snuck in when I was 16. And then when I turned 17, play opened. Yeah. So when I got snuck into Connections the one time when I was 16, I had a fake ID. Ooh. <laughs> Scandal. So um, it was just, I mean, insane. There was so much to do. there. If you didn't like. Drag shows, there were 15 other things for you to do. Was it wasn't like a just huge like, complex. It was huge. It was a warehouse. And there were like five different floors. There was a country bar, like a uh, hip hop bar. I mean, there was everything you could do. And the drag show alone was just this massive, amazing thing. It was just. Yeah. Why did it go away? You, um, well, towards the end, you would get stabbed in the parking lot. Okay. Um, people were murdered, getting arrested. But I feel like the drag here, like, if you're going to take it serious, even though that, like, era of drag is no longer here, there's still that, like, expectation of, oh, like, yeah. when you step in, like, these are your expectations. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. But I think the the new wave of drag of, like, no titties or, you know, like more androgynous, you know, mm-hmm. or like more street style as opposed to big gowns and glitter and rhinestones. Like I feel like they just com- they compete so hard with each totally. other that like mm-hmm. if you if you are a hardcore pageant fan, you're not going to like no matter how entertaining this ta- this person is, you're not going to like them. Totally. It's crazy. I also feel like for a long a long time this city only had like one specific place to do drag. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. there's more places popping up, but I feel like it it forced the people who were taking it serious to like get really good quick oh, to like step it up and, more. Yeah. yeah, because it was like there's only one place and there's not an not a lot of spots, so you've got to be at the top of your game. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, and so that's basically where I was like, holy shit! I everything I thought I knew about drag and like entertaining. I don't know anything because the city is so competitive. And so, yeah, it's wild. It definitely like forced me to like elevate, which was cool, but kind of on, on the back burner now. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you that. were saying, um, that your kind of trajectory, the trajectory in Nashville kind of slowed and you were about to leave and oh, you were yeah, about yeah, to tell yeah. that story. So that's yeah, what I, I just <laughs> like, I basically like I was doing drag, but like, at one point, like, I don't know if a lot of people know or remember, but Vidalia and I were like, I mean, we're still really good friends, but we're both just so busy doing our own things. But mm-hmm. for a minute, like, she had just started drag when I moved here. And so we both were kind of like baby queens in Nashville together. And like, we Except got... you didn't have the beard that she carried around. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm not telling you, this beard that we talked about with Vidalia, so her makeup beard... Oh no. Uh-huh. Yeah, we went through a lot of phases, but yeah. if you I think you can Instagram Fat Bites because I think it's still around. The Fat <gasps> oh Bottom Oh my god, girls. I forgot about Fat Bites. But we got offered basically like my sister was doing this documentary and she did this show at Fat Bites in Donaldson and she was like, I need some drag queens, like come be fucking drag queens at my like rock show. And so me and Vidalia went and we just like did these like really bad lip syncs and the 
bar owner came up to us and she's like, Hey, like I want to pay you guys like 350 bucks a week to do this drag show. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And me and Vidalia were like, like the opportunities we wanted Mm -hmm. that are happening now, we thought were going to happen then, but we both were like super fucking busted and had no clue what to do. (laughs) Didn't know anything about business or show business. And so we like tried to do the show and like, you know, it just wasn't going anywhere because no one was going to go to Donaldson and fast forward. And I just like, Kind of was like teetering on like, is drag what I want to do? I'm also like not doing makeup full time. I'm more like working at Victoria's Secret just like as a manager trying to like pay my bills and all my debt and all this stuff. And um, I pretty much was like, fuck it. Like I'm giving up. I'm, I'm moving on. Like I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to move to Iowa and like pretty much told my boyfriend, like I think I'm going to move home in the next couple weeks. And like um, that weekend I like ended up quitting my job, all that stuff. And uh, I... I got online and I saw that Billy B was coming to town and I was like, this is going to be my last draw. I'm going to buy this like $500 ticket to meet my idol. And then I'm just going to like go home and you know, whatever. And so I went and for people who don't know who Billy B is, he's done like, he's amazing. Mariah Carey, Tina Turner, Sharon Stone, Lady Gaga, Britney Spears, Missy Elliott, Britney Spears, RuPaul. RuPaul. He's worked with like literally every major pop star, like (laughs) pivotal points in their career. Yeah. I mean, he's behind fame, fame monster born this way, everything leading up to like the one where she was like a robot. I'm not really sure which one. Art pop. Art pop. Art pop. Art pop. There you go. Um, I think he, they parted. Justice for that. Art Pop. I do love that album. It's so good. So, yeah, it's definitely better than fucking Joanne. Joanne. <laughs> 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 good attempt, but. Where you going? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he was, he was like the pivotal of like what I wanted to do. And so, um, I paid like 500 bucks and like. I wasn't even supposed to be there. Like it was literally meant for like industry workers, but I somehow like found the ticket and like paid for it. So they like had to let me in and all these people who are like, Oh yeah, I do the Juds or like, I'm, I've got like Oscars or like I've done this stuff. And they're like, what do you do? And I'm like, uh, drag Queens and fucking East Nashville artists that no one's ever heard of. And usually it's for free. Like, yeah, you know, I was just like the nobody in a crowd of like big shots. And so, um, Billy basically like pulled me out of the like 25 person crowd and was like, what's your story? We're like wearing the same outfit. Like, what do you do? And I basically was like, I just want to be you when I'm old. Like you're what I, you're, you're, (laughs) uh, you're the end game. (laughs) Yeah. Basically. I mean, he was retired, but, uh, yeah. So he like, I showed him some of my pictures and he basically was like, uh, I'm going to sit the fuck down and I'm going to let this kid teach the class because I don't know anything. And this kid is way better than I will ever be. And he basically really? was just like, you do, he was like, you did this like hair and your costumes and like all this. And I was like, yeah, I do it all. Like, you know, I have to, cause I'm like, cause some, that's what drag queens I'm do. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like trash broke, you know, mid- Midwest kid. I don't, I can't like pay someone to do it. So I just had to learn to do it myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And he basically was like, you know, I was like a judge on drag race and all this stuff. And like everybody there was kind of like up my butt because he was, and they were just like, Oh my God, like, you know, this kid's amazing. But I was like, I will never hear from these people again. I will probably never hear from him again. This is a fluke. And he ended up, mm-hmm. I ended up going and doing open stage that night. And I was in the middle of telling him the story, but, <laughs> um, he basically was like, you know, are you doing drag recently or anything like that? And I was like, no, I'm kind of like done with it. I'm going back to school, all this stuff. And um, he's like, well, he's like, I'll cancel my flight home if you do a show tonight, if you can find a place to do it. And I was like, well, there's an open stage. And so I ended up going to play, I like run into Princess and I'm like, she'll think this is cool. And I'm like, guess who's coming to play tonight? And she's like, who? And I'm like, 
Billy B. And she's like, fuck that guy. And I was like, <laughs> oh shit. And then she he was, was like, really shitty to her. On yeah, Drag he was like, yeah. She was like, he was a dick on my season. And then it like all flashed back to me because that was like Sharon's season. And yeah. I was like, oh, and then I realized I was like, he was voted like the meanest judge of all time mm-hmm. on Drag Race. And yeah. he basically is the reason why Princess went home. And he told her that she was talentless and forgettable and that yeah. she had no. And, and yeah. he's been back since. Yeah. And he like has taken all of that back. Well, he gave me a lot of insight on the show. But <laughs> yeah, he basically was like, he just laid in on her. And he, he what he told me is they, they tell you you have to have 12 extremely critical comments and you get three nice comments. And so, well, you know, that's awful. And so I guess based on the challenge and who it is and what they're doing, some of the judges only get nice comments when it's edited and some of them only get mean comments when it's edited. And so Billy just, you know, I mean, Billy's a middle-aged gay man who's, done every major pop star like he's not going to be nice if he doesn't have to be nice you know so yeah. he was like i mean when we talk like it's he literally like if i'm like oh someone's pissing me off then he just like goes in on these like little tangents where i'm like you don't even know them and that was like so hurtful and like <laughs> he's just like so good at being just like gay hateful man and it's just like i don't know it's you know i love that part of his job but yeah and so it was really awkward because i was like fuck like he's on his way here and princess hates him and I don't know what to do. He's wearing my shirt. Like he, he brought everyone from the class and they're all wearing Porsche shirts. Oh. And like, I'm like, Oh God, this is going to be awkward. <laughs> and so like I do this Adele number and this gown I just made and you know, it's probably like half ass, but like Billy like walks up and like gives me all this money and then he walks away and I'm like, Oh, he's done. He saw me perform. He's leaving. Right. You know, that's it. And then he comes back like, right before the number's done and he just like starts throwing all this money and is like, I just like get down and like bow at him and like all this stuff. And then I walk off stage and then princess comes on stage (gasps) and she's like, I can't even remember what she said, but she basically was like, fuck you motherfucker. You're in my house now. (laughs) She's like, like, do you remember me? And like, just like lays into him. And I'm like backstage, like, (gasps) and there's a couple like baby Queens there that are like losing their shit because they're like, Oh my God, that's Gaga's makeup artist. Like, and it was just like, I was just like, Oh God, I don't know. (laughs) This is my first time back at place since they banned me. And and I'm a, Like, I don't know what the, if I'm going to come back now. <laughs> like, That's hilarious. And so it was really awkward. And, like, even talking about it gives me lightheaded because I'm like, whew. But, uh, yeah, it was really weird. And so basically I get off stage and Billy comes up to me and he's like, who was that? And I was like, <gasps> I'm like, that was Princess. And he's like, oh, she's still forgettable. And I was like, <gasps> oh, and no. And he's like, he's like, no, that was mean. He's like, she was just really mean to me. And then that's when he told me, like, the rules and, like, how it had to go. And he's like, I felt really bad. He's like, but he's like, she she was in the bottom. Like, and that's just how it went. And, oh, my God. And then he's like, she's like, should I go talk to her? And I was like, I, I mean, <laughs> I was like, that's up to you. Yeah. But that's between you guys. Like, that's your relationship. I was like, I know Princess personally really was fond of you because, like, pink and like you know all yeah. of her idols and like mm-hmm. i was like you know it's probably a good idea and so they did reconcile and like make it better and i think it i think it was good for princess because i i feel like she held on to a lot of that for a long time um, yeah mm-hmm. just because it's like well i mean know, i feel like the, if you if someone walks up to you and says the person hey, you idolize, you're fucking forgettable like that's that's more hurtful to me than you're yeah. a fucking and you bitch. and you, you know you spend the rest of your career up to that point being like 
millions of people saw me and that's, that's, I, what, that's what they got. Am I forgettable? That's what they yeah. get, you know? And so, yeah, Ooh. I feel like, so I think a lot of good came from it. You know, I was like, holy shit. Like, and then I, I also kind of just thought he was like blowing smoke in my ass and I never hear from him again. And then like two weeks later he called me and he's like, hey bitch, what are you doing? And I was like, uh, you know, just talking to Billy B on my cell phone, like <laughs> walking around my house. And he's like, I'm going to be in Nashville. Like, I want you to work for me. And I was like, let's do this. That's and, amazing. That's and really then cool. through him, I met Debbie and then Debbie, like, I love Debbie. Debbie was doing Pickler and Ben and she was working like full time, working her ass off. Who's and, Debbie? Um, she's a hairstylist through friends of mine <clears throat> that I know through friends of mine. They all used to work together, all this stuff. But yeah, like I've gotten a lot of gigs doing wedding hair with her. Like she's really, she's really good at like, you know, if you're struggling in the moment, she's like, you're fine. What are you doing? Like, I wouldn't have asked you to be here if you didn't think you could totally, do it, if I didn't think you could do this. And then she mm-hmm. shows you something and you're like, holy shit, how did you do that? But she does a lot of like, she does Kelly Pickler's hair, mm-hmm. um, Runaway June, some new country band. I mean, she started like, out. She does a lot. When she started, she was doing like Brooks Lady and Dunn. Lady Antebellum, and, Brooks and Dunn. Um, yeah, She's crazy. got a couple Emmy noms, but yeah, she basically... No. I think she's, I mean, it's weird to say that she saw what Billy saw in me. Cause I, I don't think I'm like exceptional. I just, mm-hmm. but I also like, cause she's such a business person. I don't think she would have like grabbed me up if she was like, this kid's a fucking joke, you know? And yeah. so I think she just saw like the determination and like how bad I wanted it. And like, I felt like she could learn a lot from me as far as like w- our generation of like drag and like makeup and mm-hmm. you know i think she just was like i need this kid on my team and so yeah through billy she basically she was just so busy with kelly she didn't have time for her other clients and so yeah she took me on a couple jobs to like see how i did and then i uh, remember that because we did a wedding together yeah for and, sure and then at something, one we did something else too oh we've at <laughs> one point she like <laughs> took me on a job with a fellow makeup artist that she had and she basically like afterwards like fired the girl and basically was like, you were, I, you know, I just wanted to see what you were about, but I needed to like replace her a long time ago. And like, basically just like, and I just was like, Oh shit. Like this is a serious business. That's when I was like, fuck, like this is a a legit thing. And like, it was game face, I guess. And so, yeah, she just kept giving me work and work and work and work. And through like tons of recommendations, I got to do things like I got to do the Lauren Hill show. That was, uh, notably oh <laughs> a, a, a big deal for the city of Nashville. Um, I saw her like chuck a mic across the stage and basically cancel a show. It oh was, my God. It was incredible. Um, but yeah, I, I've got, I got to work for a lot of people and then I got recommended, um, to do Tanny's assistant and she basically was like, no one's ever touching my face again and I'm bringing you on board with Tanya. And, and then Whoa. Tanya was a little iffy about it. And then she saw my like drag and she was like, because Tanya's big thing is like no one ever like put enough makeup on her. Yeah. And so well, you have to have a drag queen to put your makeup on if you don't have enough. And yeah. Tanya Tucker is wild enough. Yeah. And so <laughs> she needs all the, she needs it. <laughs> I came in and I started working for Tanya and she basically like refuses to let me go. Um, what's it like to be at that level coming from where you started and now doing makeup for someone on the Grammys. <laughs> like. um, surreal and underwhelming because it's so surreal and you mm-hmm. like, you're like broke and like homeless for so long that like when you are at that level, you're like, 
It's kind of like that Taylor Swift documentary that just came out where mm-hmm. she's like, I was at the pivotal peak of what I wanted and I got it and that was it. And that's kind of how it is. It's like, <clears throat> you're there and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. What's next? Like, where do I go? What do yeah. I do? Well, like, how do I continue? Like, as the great American poet Miley Cyrus once <laughs> said, it's the climb. Oh my God. Yeah. It's just very like, <laughs> it's cool and it's surreal, but at the same time, like, I was there to work, and so... Mike just crawled inside of himself. <laughs> crawled into his own butthole. Into yeah. his own ass. Um, well, look, let's... That's awesome. I'm very proud of you. Um, that's incredible. It's yeah, an incredible it's story. Kind of a, it's a great story. Let's take a break. Yeah, let's take a quick break. Boop, boop. Hello, welcome back. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Gotcha. Um, so we Damn. decided. <laughs> Where? Oh my god. Back. <laughs> I'm gonna go kill myself. Oh my god. <laughs> um, we decided that you, Charlie, have so much more to offer that we want to have you back for a part two. Yeah, sure. Full part two. Yeah, oh because we wanted more topics to cover, but we are already running out of time. We're running out of time, and we're gonna <laughs> knock the excess off this brush and pick up a new brush with our. A great Rrr. metaphor. Dipping into a new color. Ooh, <laughs> we have not hit pan yet, no. but we're going to try something else. <laughs> oh, my God. Blood sugar part two. Oh, oh bloodlust. Ugh. Mm. I hate it. I hate it. It's awful. I don't like the packaging. I don't like anything about mm-hmm. it. I really like Jeffree Star. I don't like anything about the rest of it. I thought about reaching out to him and being like, can I work for you? You have a lot of money. We are going to do our little Reddit portion. Um... This, of course, comes from a Miley asshole. Um, <laughs> the user, they, they made up a username, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but the heading is, am I the asshole for asking my sister to dress down slash look more homely at my wedding? <laughs> Thoughts? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my thought process hearing it is like, okay, I'm still going to look bomb as hell. Right. Like, okay, like... I'll look bad or whatever. Like it's your wedding, but like I'm gonna show up and I'm still gonna look awesome. Like I'm not gonna look like shit. Yeah, I need to know. Well, plot twist: This is the feet the, the man oh. asking his sister Ew. to not look as good. So here we go. I'm ready. <laughs> <sighs> I know this sounds bad, but hear me out. <clears throat> I have a younger sister, Emma, who is gorgeous. That's that's not me me being creepy. And obviously (laughs) I'm not into her. I don't. (laughs) But objectively speaking, she's a knockout. Okay. I would never talk about my sister like this. I don't care if my sister was Heidi Klum. I would never say she's a knockout. She's 28 years old, has long curly red hair, green eyes, an amazing figure, and perfect milky skin. I think he wants to marry his sister. (laughs) I'm so grossed out. So she's stunning. Kentucky. How many times are you going to compliment her looks? Like, is she smart? Is she funny? Is she talented? No, apparently she's a knockout with milky white breasts. Skin. Uh, He's talking about her boobs. Okay. (laughs) Anyways. No one's ever, no guy's ever been like, ooh, that bitch's forearm. Mm." (laughs) Uh, So he continues. (laughs) I'm getting married in a couple of months to Jane. Who, of course, I love and believe is beautiful in her own ways. However, socially, people would agree that Emma is just immensely more beautiful. 
I know Jane is insecure about her looks because she has kind of a big crooked nose so the and wife... some bad acne scarring. Oh, no. Yeah, this is he's talking this about, is his how he talks about his wife. <laughs> I hate this guy. This guy's a troll. <laughs> but I know she's having professional makeup done to feel as good as possible on our big day. Problem is, I think Emma naturally outshines her, and if she does her hair, <laughs> if she does her hair up and applies makeup, she might as well be the only woman in the room. This I this is word for word. Trust me, I've seen guys drooling. Have you read this all the way through before you told us about no. it? No. Okay, good. No. <laughs> I just read a couple lines and then I was like, oh, this is perfect. Anyways, trust me, I've seen guys drooling. Aside from her face, her body is what most would consider desirable. Yeah. So I'm thinking of asking Emma <laughs> if she'll tone it down a little for the wedding so she doesn't upset, upset Jane. I'd like her to wear a really simple slash unflattering dress and maybe just go no or minimal makeup, but nothing too nice. I want Jane to feel beautiful for once. <laughs> I talked How about, about the- don't talk about her crooked nose and <laughs> fucked up teeth. That might help right. her feel beautiful for once. I talked about this with my groomsmen and they thought it was reasonable if I wore it very carefully. Who's going to actually tell you you're a fucking creep? Right. And I will. Sensitively to Emma. But when I mentioned it to Jane, she flipped out and called me an asshole because basically I said I was calling her ugly. You were. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm trying to do the nice thing and I just know if I don't say anything she's going to feel insecure and sad on our wedding day and she should feel like the most beautiful woman. How do you know that she's going to feel it sad and insecure? It's probably because you want to fuck your sister. Yeah. I feel like you're projecting your feelings onto your wife. But anyways, right. what do y'all feel? I have a lot of thoughts. Um I think you need to go to therapy and some counseling for your feelings towards your sister. Also, if you feel this way about your future wife, should you be marrying her? Right. If you're literally like, well, she needs to feel beautiful, don't write on the thing her crooked nose. Also. And how do you know she's not going to feel beautiful? On the off chance that it does work out. Right. Your sister going to have to like look at these photos for the next 35 years being like, <laughs> oh, man. I looked like shit because, right. yeah. you know. Also, it like, might, I would understand the feeling of if the sister was not the sister, but like an ex-girlfriend. I would probably see a little bit of his side of wanting her to not dress. And it, I guess it also depends on like, if that she way. is like super like outlandishly like, you know, crop tops. And yeah, like, yeah I feel like if he was saying my sister like, dresses really provocatively, yes. and I'm asking her, that's and different like, than I just being like, I need tone it down for the wedding. Yeah. But it, I don't know. It sounds like he's just like, I want you to look gross. I think like, he wants to bang his sister. Yeah. I, it's just worded very strangely. Also, I don't like when a man tells a woman what to wear and what not to wear. Totally. Like, if it, you say, hey, girl, I can see your butt crack. You know, yeah. okay, yeah, but not like I can oh, see you know the that curve of your ass your, through your pants. You're a total knockout. <laughs> totally. Ugh. Yeah, I think. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. I lost it. Doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I what I can say is that the, the consensus on Reddit is that he's the asshole. He's totally totally, an and I think uh, it's just it it just creeps me out, and I feel like. He, I feel like he's a troll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like this guy's probably not getting married, and he's, he's like, "Let me just definitely oh, I, wear, I let me just make a statement on Reddit." 
He's so. definitely wearing a fedora. Yeah. I think the the center of the attention is going to be on the bride no matter what because it's her wedding. It's her wedding. It it doesn't matter about looks. This guy is very looks centered. Yes, and but that, as someone who has worked on hundreds of weddings, yes, you've done a few of them with mm-hmm. me. Um, I feel like I don't know. I've feel like if there's any sort of tension between a soon-to-be sister-in-law and bride, like, I don't know. And telling your wife, oh my, or your fiancé, like, that just makes her even, what if she wasn't feeling like that? Like, I can maybe even understand if she was asked him, like, hey, can you ask Emma to tone down? Yeah. It's just going to create more turmoil while they're getting ready and, like, yeah. I don't yeah. know, because I feel like it's, I mean, you want, I feel like you want everyone to look good. Like, spend the extra yeah. money and get somebody who's really going to, like, fucking, like, contour the shit out of her nose and, like, make her wear some fucking white strips. Right. I don't know, like. <laughs> make her wear a white strip. Make her wear an Invisalign for six months before you get yeah, married. Something. Like, <laughs> you know, if you're really concerned about it. But, like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, usually it's, like, you want everyone to look equally as good yeah. and like but you also, know these photos are meant to be for a lifetime and like but yeah. also it's my wedding I don't care what you wear as long as you're there that means more to me than what you're totally. wearing you know what I mean like that and, and at the end of it I would rather you be comfortable assuming that she's also like a part of the party because she's I would a, think a so sister, right? so like you'd be yeah. essentially choosing what she's gonna wear anyways so like I've never been to a wedding where I've been like those bridesmaids should be up there and the bride should be at home. <laughs> That's never I've oh never been like that. Like I, I just, that just doesn't register to me. Um, one of the responses, uh, dude, you ran this past your fiance. You fucked up. <laughs> if my fiance came to me like, hey, babe, we all know my sister's a knockout. So I was thinking of asking her to look her worst on her wedding day so you can be prettier by comparison for once. Well, it wouldn't matter which exact words you use, because that's what I would take away from that discussion. Yep. Your, prop, your fiance probably cares about you. Thinks she looks beautiful and that she gets that special moment from you when you first see her. And that's all that matters. You're the asshole. Good luck to you. She's going to have it now. Yeah. Wow. Ew. That, I don't like that I guy. Didn't, ugh, I didn't like the way that was worded. I what kind of fucking... <laughs> I don't know. Bullshit. Milky white. Have you guys milky and- white breasts? <laughs> Charlie, I cannot wait for you to come back. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you Can't for coming to here today. I mean, we could do a whole podcast of your life, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> um, where can the kids find you? Um, Instagram is Charlie Boehm, M U A. Oh, make Charlie with an I E. Boehm is B O E H M M U A. And then uh, that's pretty much it. Like, I had a website, but I took it down. Maybe I'll link it again. If you find uh, it, we can link it to our Instagram. Pretty much just Instagram. That's about it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, Mr. Michelle, how are you? I'm good. You want to find me at Mr. Mike Gill, Tracy? At Tracy Adamy on all the things, especially Venmo. Please Venmo me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and hopefully you're following us on Instagram at GaySpacePod. Um, we always update who our guests are going to be before you know it. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah, so. Next week is Gus. <laughs> oh, um, and hopefully you subscribe to our um, podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're excited. And don't forget, we have our merch website. 
Gayspacepod.threadless.com. We have a uh, shower curtain. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> and we mm-hmm. have new photos coming soon. Yes. So. You guys should get magnets for fridges. We have magnets. Ooh. Yeah. We I'm have magnets. We have um, a beach towel. <gasps> we have a surfboard. You have beach balls. <laughs> oh, beach balls. Beach balls will be good to you take know to you pride. also get the balls that you hang at the bottom of cars. Oh, a little dice. Ah, truck nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I had. I used to have some of those. Oh, I was thinking dice. <laughs> you get the fuzzy dice. I'll get the truck nuts. Oh, It'll I hate the time. truck nuts. All right, y'all. Um, well, anyways. thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thanks and thank for you having again, me. Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. All right, bye. Bye, bye. bitch. Three, two, one. Zero. Zero.